You're listening to Two Guys, One Pitch. Hello, and welcome back to Two Guys, One Pitch. Buenos dias, pendejos. <laughs> All right, so we got a, a pretty big weekend coming up after Thanksgiving. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, Man, it was good. I ate too much food, gained 10 pounds. Fat as shit. Fat as shit. Hell yeah. It's the same. I mean, I was fat uh, before I went into it, but I'm just fatter. So, <laughs> right. I feel that, man. We fried up two turkeys and uh, we did some uh, ham and then a whole bunch of stuffing and shit like that. Nice. And uh, yeah. The huge. Sweet. Yeah. Same but uh, family come over. Yeah. Also, have you ever ran into the issue of like, I feel like holidays are like, when it's that holiday, it's like a, it's acceptable to drink, like as soon as you get up. Oh yeah, that's definitely one of those holidays. It's a drinking holiday, for sure. Yeah, like where you wake up and you're like, well, we got to start prepping shit, so might as well crack a beer, or, you know, or make yeah. it. You know, or beer, or a mimosa to make it. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, it's a fancy holiday, so you might want to like. Start yeah, mimosa, maybe a little Irish yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, something sophisticated. Well, it's Thanksgiving. You, know, you can't just wake up and crack open a Keystone Light. I mean, that's that's some Fourth of July <laughs> shit, not Thanksgiving. That's some Fourth of July shit. Or in your case, wake some uh, high life. You can't. Uh, Hell yeah! You got to church, church it up a little for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess. I had yeah. micheladas. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Did you make them, or were they the pre-made I made styrofoam yeah. cup? So I bought the um, – you, you see, we're diving right into rugby. I bought the um, – oh, what's the <laughs> – is it Modelo that makes, like, this, um, like, flavored Michelada beer? Like, they have, like, orange, pineapple, sea salt, and lime, so I get the variety. And then what I do is oh. I take a glass, and I, I put lime juice on the rim, and then, like, tahini on the rim. Mm-hmm. And then I pour in, like, um, the uh, – like, a – like a Bloody Mary mix, you know, whatever, with the beer. Oh, yeah. And a little bit of Valentina hot sauce and some chamoy with some more tahini. Fancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, you, you said, like, the Michelada mix. I was like, the only one I've seen was, like, the Bud Light Michelada. No. I meant, like, yeah. <laughs> I bought, um, oh, what is it? Is it Tito's Bloody Mary mix? Or one of those, like, nice ones. Or uh, Zing Zang's. Or I don't remember which one, but. Yeah. Yeah. I keep it simple. Um, it's just so good with some ice and the tahini on the rim. Mm. The the tajin. Got some of yeah, that tajin. <laughs> There's nothing worse than a white guy going, let me get some of that tajin. Ooh. Micheladas. You live in Texas. You should know how to pronounce Spanish J's. Right? Tejas. All right, uh, so we got our <laughs> we got some upcoming matches. Uh, not some, a lot. I was actually surprised yeah, counting it out. It's gonna Everybody's be a good gonna rugby be weekend. Throwing up that Thanksgiving food this weekend. Oh yeah, might as well be pumping it out. Uh, we got five D three games coming up. We got our own <clears throat> Kingwood Arrows game hosted by Kingwood. Yep. We got Arrows is always a good game. I know some guys get pretty wound up by them, but 
I think that's just because Arrow's like, pretty. It's hot and cold. There's been games where we've like wanted to straight up fight everybody on the team, and then there's games where it's like a kumbaya. So, um, yeah, we'll see how this one is if we have we'll see. fifteen. So, who's their? I think it's their. Is it their ten? Is their captain right? Blake Pellegrin, oh, something like that. Yeah. Um, Oh, let me look it up. There's him, and then there's uh, there's a flanker on that team. They're pretty cool guys. We need to like chat to them, chat with them after. So the last match that was canceled by them, they had the captain as I know they put it on here. Now I'm also like. I wonder if they're going to play as well without because they had a, some players jump ship from that last season, didn't they? Yeah. Well, in the the game they were supposed to the match they were supposed to play against the Arrows, they had a full squad. Yeah. And it was a lot of returning guys. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, usually they have the captain on there, but yeah, they don't have it. Yeah, it's always a competitive game, though. It'll make it makes for good yeah. rugby. I mean, they went to the playoffs last year, so yeah, there's no walk in the park. It is beginning of the season, though, so you know. And I, I think I think this is their first cup match. I'm not sure. Yeah, because uh, one was rained out. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely their first one. If yeah, if there's a chance to win, it's definitely this one. Um. E- yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Uh, Galveston and Bark. That's going to be a good match. That's always a good one. Yeah. And they call it the Great it Cup is. or some it's... shit. Yeah. They don't like each other, it seems. I don't know. Which is strange because they've all known each other for so long. But um, maybe it's just, just like a, one of those like... rivalry that's been around for a while. Just like a brotherly rivalry. Like, hey, we like you guys, yeah. but. Also, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they got a taste of each other at the Lone Star, so they uh, at least good. they know what they're up against. Is Cowboy playing this year? For yeah, Galveston? he was at the tournament. He was at Lone Star. Oh, that's good. I think he's there. Yeah, last well, last weekend, no, the weekend when we had our match, him and uh, Sarge were both at Disney World. Frolicking oh yeah. Together. Sarge is acting like it wasn't planned. I feel like that was planned out. Two homosexuals like that, that's not a coincidence. They're totally being gay with each other at Epcot. Oh, look, we're drinking with each other. Now Cowboy's going to come for me at the next match against Galveston and rip my head off for calling him homosexual. I love you, Cowboy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, yeah, he's playing for sure. Um, Galveston has a lot of new rookies, um, at least a handful. Yeah, but... They'll be all right, especially with the schools down there. They have a lot of turnover. Yeah, they'll be all right with Kendall in the back line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the dark freight train. Oh. Jeez, I'm so glad I don't play center. That's a whole <laughs> lot of man right there. Oh, yeah. Every bit of man. Every bit yeah. of man. The, the white claw drinking, white woman loving, gigantic dark man. 
Mm-hmm. Red Bull vodka's all dude. around. Oh yeah, his mom's even cooler. Oh, is she? Cool shit, man. Oh god, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. She's hilarious. She used to come to a lot of the Galveston matches, and she would crack us all up, man. She's a great, great person. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that'd be fun. Uh, my bet's Galveston wins it um, if they had the same guys at Lone Star. Oh, yeah? So we'll see. I don't know. Well, it's hard to say, too, because Bay Area lost the Lone Star game. But since they were hosting the tournament, I think they had some guys not playing in the game. I don't know if that made a difference because I don't know who was who was. They uh, probably put a lot of the, who was it? a lot of the new guys in, the too, guys if they have any new people. Time, so Yeah. It, I can tell you this. It's not going to be a blowout. That's for damn sure. No. If we didn't have our own match this weekend, I would be traveling to Galveston to watch that one. Yeah, that'd be a good one to go watch. Um, I think that's the match of the match of the weekend there. Definitely, I'd be I'm gonna be interested keeping an eye on or seeing that report, that player report. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to reach out to one of the guys in Galveston see if we can get a an after action report or some shit. And I bet you money there's at least one yellow card, maybe one red card. Uh, if, if betting was legal here in Texas, I, I would put that if, as a prop bet. <laughs> if I was a betting man, <laughs> <laughs> where's Billy at yeah. so we can start singing? I know. Uh, Bay, yeah, is it Bay Area? Yeah, Bay Area has got that those two backline guys. Uh, is it two that are on the backline? Well, I know I Terry like... was a center that used to play for Galveston. He's been around forever. Um, uh, nimbly, bimby, a little uh, Hispanic dude. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. Oh, no, not not Miguel for Galveston. No, he's good. No, Terry but... for... Uh, oh, Terry? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I think, I think it was like two like cousins or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe relatives. Hmm. They, they play, I, know they, I, I think they played with Barrier last year. Yeah. But... Last year was the year they were really good. They only had one loss. Be exciting to see how, you know, if they continue that streak or not. Oof. All right. Galveston, Bay Area game. That's going to be good. Uh, moving outside of the Houston area, we got, uh, or I guess Houston going up to Dallas, right? I believe. Um, uh, hurt, yeah, hurt the hurt Dallas Harlequins, Harlequins, D three team. Oh no, that's gonna be down. Well, that's down here oh, yeah, in Houston. Here. I think it's here. Yeah, interesting. They're playing where uh, the arrows play at at our Savior Lutheran Kirch School. I I guess do they rotate fields? I don't know. I'm looking now because the Harlequins, I don't remember how they, um, let's see here. I don't know if they were good. I know Hurt's really good, but. Um, I feel like we played against, also, I didn't know Hurt had a D3 side. I thought they were D2. Yeah. Well, they used to be, so here's the thing is Hurt, a couple years back, used to be in our division, so we used to play Hurt. They I remember that. to the other division, and then this year, they were trying to snipe our our spot position yeah to come back into the houston area so they didn't have to travel as much 
because gotcha. in their division in D3, it's I'm looking at right now is Austin Blacks, uh, Grand Prairie, which is up by Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. or east of Dallas, Dallas Harlequins, Dallas Rugby, and Austin. So all their matches are out of Houston. So oh no God. wonder they wanted to come. Uh, yeah, here. they just didn't want to travel. I mean, I don't blame them, but um, fuck them. I wonder what the reason no, behind that was. Hard- for them wanting to come here? No, for them getting bumped out of uh, South. Uh, I think it's how good they were. North. I think because they just ran through everybody. Like, you guys are good, but you guys aren't like D2 good, so we just move you to a different area. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how you travel first. They basically just ran through everybody. Well, I didn't even think they had a D3 side last year. Okay. Uh, I'm looking right now because I'm looking at the standings from last year, right? So 2001, 2021, 2022. They were mm-hmm. in D2 last year. So I think this year they're in D3. Did they have two sides? Yeah, they have a, a D2, D3 side. Yeah, they do. They have a D2 and a D3 side. Okay, so last year they only had one side then. Okay. Well, that's, that's pretty so good. I think because... They were so good, they put them in the division with um, the Blacks, D3, and all that. Because the Blacks and, you know, um, Grand Prairie and them, their D3 side is really, like, D3 sprinkled with D1. Yeah. Actually, or our D3s are legit D3s. So I think that's why they did that. Gotcha. <laughs> little history there. Yeah, that'll be. I want to say, man, we played the like the Har. I think we played the Harlequins during the Summer Sevens, or maybe like one of their teams. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think they, they were at that tournament up in the Woodlands because I remember seeing their four colored jerseys, like they had yeah. the quad colors, Harlequins, like typical fashion but quad uh, colors. Were they a D one team too, or maybe they just got a big so, club? I don't know. I know this, though, that back in the day, the Harlequins used to be semi-pro. Like, before the MLR, they were a semi-pro team. So, like, oh, the CEO of my company back in the day came over from Scotland and played, actually, for the Dallas Harlequins semi-pro team. So, I don't know what happened. But, um, yeah, they used to be a... So, okay, so they have a D1 side as well. Well, last year, they had a D1 side and a D3 side. Oh, Okay. Now they their D one side last year was one and seven, but still D one. <laughs> yeah, still D one, right? Like a D one one and seven is still better than. <clears throat> yeah. So. D three zero and ten. What? <laughs> Kingwood. Hey. 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 Oh. May not win the games, but we'll definitely win the social. Yeah, we're here for a good time. All right. Uh, Orc versus the Alamo City. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like it's going to be other Austin. Other rugby is what it says. Other rugby. Yeah, club. other rugby club. So, like, that's. So, I think <laughs> I that no fully like, existed. Yeah, so that folds into the whole, like, Austin rugby drama where it's like, oh, guys didn't want to play for the Blacks or they started on. I think they started with the Blacks and they're like, it you like guys the are taking it. basically. Yeah, they're like, you guys are taking like rugby guys too serious. The guys who just the middle finger said, we'll start our own club, take our ball in Yeah, they're like, fuck you, man. We're going to start our own club with 
blackjack and hookers. Nice. So they're the other rugby club uh, outsiders, I think, or some shit. Hell yeah. I get, yeah. So I think they, uh, they started two, three years ago, I believe. That's freaking, I like that. So they're, they're a fairly new team. They're playing Alamo City. Um, I do not know where it doesn't say. So somewhere in Texas, <laughs> somewhere it says Texas to be determined. Oh, okay. Somewhere between uh, San Antonio and Austin, maybe. God, I hope they play like just fucking Midland or some shit random where they open without the drive they, so far away. <laughs> they pull over and find some random grass field. Like we'll play rugby here. I claim this the pitch. Yeah. This is Sparta. I mean, rugby. Oh, God. Can you do that? You should be able to do that, right? Just pull off on the side of the road, find a patch of grass that looks fairly flat. Yeah, stick some not? flags in it. It's a pitch on the as go. Long as, as long as it's not private and you have a, some dude with a gun like pointing it at you, but like, all right. I don't see why. God, that'd, be, that'd be great. Like a, just a, that should be a thing. Like I bet we can get some players together on a Saturday and just like caravan around, find an empty grass, like empty plot of grass, <laughs> set, start set up, set up a speed. Yeah. Set up two speedy posts and fucking get a game of rugby and Speaking flash. Of posts, uh, I got to figure out, there's gotta be a way to like invent some kind of quick put up rugby post because D3 rugby posts, or the shittiest rugby post I've ever seen in rugby. I mean, for the love of God. I don't know what you're talking have, about, man. I know some of these teams have engineers and people <laughs> like D3 rugby. I'm going to start like a, a a coffee table like book or calendar of just shit just, rugby post throughout the United you're States. You're telling me like you, don't like, you don't like the saggy PVC pipe post? Held together it's by like duct a tape. Plumber's pants. It's just sagging. It's like just this deplorable looking condition of. I mean, I think it adds character to the pitch, man. I love it. You look at character. it, and you go, "Don't." <laughs> Tell somebody, like, "Don't." There's got to be because I thought when we were playing, we were playing Shreveport. I was like, "Why don't we just have like inflatable goalposts?" And I was like, "Oh, electricity. Yeah, there's yeah. electricity on the golf course." And then. Are just like have those car lot, you know, wavy things, and like yeah. if you make it in between those, you deserve the points. Yeah, I'm trying to find that our group picture from the damn fucking with our post in the background. It was as sad. Who as... was it? Somebody got somebody got pissed off. I don't remember why, but they hit the fucking I mean, pad on the post, and the post moved. Look at that! Oh yeah, <laughs> look at that! That is beautiful. Those who are listening can't see. It's just this nice, uh, it's this nice <laughs> little post with a yeah. a dip down where that H doesn't look so much like an H. I mean, it's like a V in the middle. It's going to be the Eiffel Tower. They're going to be touching. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, go it's watch a, it on YouTube. Saggy, you can see it. It's a saggy sadness of, but it's true. I mean, like almost every D three pitch you go to the poster, just unless they like you snipe some middle school or something, and it's like okay. Yeah. But then you have football go posts that are at the front. Yeah. 
I don't know. We, you know what? We got to invent something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Invent shit. What am I? Who am I kidding? Yeah. And our last D three match is going to be uh, Corpus Christi versus Fort Hood, which I didn't know Fort Hood had a team. I didn't know they had yeah, enough people. Know. Let me look how good they were last year. Oh damn, they were six and one last year. Oh shit. It was Fort. Let's well, say Fort Hood old school. I guess that's the same. Maybe that's got to be it. Uh, I have some old school. The old was playing on that team. I guess. <laughs> People who just like the area so much decided to stay when they got out. Yeah. Yikes. Huh. Yeah, six and one. So they they ran their division last year. Hmm. Well, good luck to you, Corpus. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys will do well. Uh Corpus was zero and five last year. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. This this might be a uh, this might be a Kingwood uh, uh, arrows type of match going on here. <laughs> hey. And there's a couple Famigos on now, the Corpus I don't know Christi Corpus. Team, I don't man. know what, how Corpus recruited, so I can't. If I'm just going off last year, bro, you got Fort Hood at six and one against Corpus zero five. So we feel your pain, Corpus. Don't worry, um, bro. That A and M Corpus Christi team, the college team, is such yeah. a good feeder. Such a good feeder for that club. And those kids are like doing good. Yeah. I wonder if they snag them from there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. So. Yeah, I'll be, <laughs> be keeping an eye on these matches. I'm ready to, I'm ready to see it. <clears throat> I, I finally found that discipline report, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, our listeners, but if you're uh, if you go to the Texas Rugby Union, there's oh, a disciplinary man. report, and it tells you who got red cards uh, over the weekends. <laughs> Not only that, yeah, but they give explanations and reports about what happened. It's fantastic. Yeah, if you don't get the emails, because sometimes they, I think they listen in emails, but honestly, nobody yeah. reads them. But like this is quite funny because you can track every yellow card, every red card, and. Uh, so yeah, three guys, I guess they would be technically the dicks of the day for last weekend when they played. So you got Steven Larson, PJ Etico, and James Cabreros all got red cards. Two of those guys are on the same team. Are they? I believe so. Oh yeah. Fort Worth versus the Lions. What didn't say who was who though? Uh, let's see. Two of them were for punching. Same team punching. Yeah, they're, they're like, both the same. They're both wearing white. Like that they say they say the teams, but they don't say what Who, team, what the team they were on. From. Yeah, because it just so this one says red card was issued to Steven Larson in the Grand Prairie Mavericks versus Dallas match for dangerous play in the Scrum Muck Mall. The uh, was wearing white. I think this is this is this is the one. That, what was it I read earlier? <laughs> oh yeah, for the one for PJ Etico. So he got the red card. <laughs> and it said, uh, I just read 14 it. green illegally tried to gator roll 12 white. 12 white was unhappy and both got into each other's faces. 
12 I then threw a punch and connected with 14 Green's head. Getting <laughs> knocked. So great. Oh. oh, if I had any technical skills at all, I'd like play this out, like role play this. But yeah, he's suspended for two weeks or two matches. Then the other one, so James Caballero or Cabreros, I fancied it up for you there, buddy. Um, <laughs> white one. Ooh, prop. Ooh, we had bats yeah. punching each other. Now props. Yeah. I like it when the big guys go at each other. Oh, just... Penalized for hands in the ruck. The player then kicked the ball away. Oop, unhappy. And a player on the green wasn't happy. White <laughs> one and the green player started yelling at each other and got in each other's face. Probably something like, hey, pendejo. White one then threw a punch with high direct force to the head. Red card given and white was sent off. As they were sent off, white one turned around and gave a middle <laughs> finger in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> you may have given me the red card, but I'll have the last laugh oh, on this in one. My Fuck direction. You. My direction. All right. Well, white seems to be hot headed. Yeah, white no team. kidding. That's amazing, Ooh, though. Rachel Two punches Hill in that, one match. Um... Ooh, Rachel Hill was not playing. She was the official. <clears throat> I don't know who the white team was, but. Uh... Y'all need some anger management during the week, I guess. Home is usually, or is it a way that's usually white? Right? Well, I see you use white and green. So let me look in the other red card for the, uh, and what colors they used. Okay, so in the other one, it was a different, so it's it's based off how the official explains it, because in this one, it was reported that player number, so he didn't, this official doesn't use colors. It was reported that player number eight, Larson, had been previously warned about tackling any scrum half late. Player number eight left his feet to jump over the ruck and tackle the attacking scrum half. So yeah, he doesn't use colors here. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's up to the official to describe. But it's like, I'd like to know which team so I can call them out. I can only call out the player. I can't call out which team it was. Like, yeah. was Fort Worth? Anger management issues, or was it Alliance? <clears throat> I don't know. This would be a good time to... We should have rung up uh, Butch on this one. Hey, what would you do in this situation? Wait. She wrote the, it up. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah. The middle finger. It was That's a friendly. the best, though. It was a friendly. They're fighting in a friendly. Were both these matches friendly? No. Um, oh, the Fort Worth Alliance was friendly. Yeah, the two. Yeah, how are you swinging in a friendly? Mm-mm. Jesus, it's not very friendly. It's not friendly. It's, it's very hostile. Yeah. Undetected yeah, foul, foul play. And now, because you got heated during a friendly, you're out for two matches or three matches each one. It's embarrassing. Well, Get yourself so, okay. together. So PJ got two matches for. Throwing a punch and connecting with Green's head. Could have been worse. Um, and then the red one would have probably only had two, but he decided he wanted to turn around and give the middle finger. He got an extra game. Well, I think the difference was uh, PJ threw a punch, but uh, James threw a punch with high direct force. Yeah. Two different punches. As opposed to indirect force. So now, <laughs> now we have to learn physics. <laughs> To figure out <laughs> what oh, a report. Man. Good for you. I Rachel love this Hill. report. Oh, yeah. That's a, great, that's a great report. I love that. And then there was a bunch of yellow cards, but they don't they don't give any uh uh-uh. any description for yellow cards. But um 
Holy shit. In in the same match, Fort Worth Alliance had two yellow cards. What, oh, on what top of that? In this match? Yeah. All right. Holy smokes. Hey, so any anybody who's ever played with the two. if anybody's ever played with Fort Worth or uh, Alliance, reach out to them and hit us a line or something. Drop us a line. I want to know what happened. Is there yeah, is that like a heated rivalry? What's man. going on there? Yeah. God. Dang. Somebody's fuck somebody's mom. What what happened there? There's a Hallmark store out there. They're just handing out cards. Jeez. <laughs> In a friendly, nonetheless. Yeah. Took my mom out for a nice seafood dinner. Never called her back. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Nice lady. Dorothy Manchu's a saint. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I love the... I love the... And gave a middle finger in my direction. Ooh. You messed up. You done messed up, Aaron. I got you an James extra day suspension. Cabreros. 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 I'm fucking your name all up, James. And I oh, so bad. Retarded. You're fucking butchering it, man. Typical white guy Gaba- butchering it. Well, from now on, you are Jaime <laughs> Caballero. Jaime the cowboy. Jaime Caballero. Turn around and gave me the middle finger in my direction. Whole quick, quick finger McDraw. Man, that boy was heated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is, yeah, I can't wait to read these each week. This is going to be freaking great. You know what? <clears throat> it's going to be story time. Oh, oh, hold up. I know we were going to make this a short episode because we have much to talk about, but I went back and on our first mm-hmm. video, um, Paul had made a comment. And so I didn't know if you wanted to um, let me pull it up. Let's hear it. Hold up. Hold on, hold on. I forget. It came up because we were talking about uh, Sunshine, who played for Galveston, who used to be my roommate. Oh, yeah. Um, and he said, Sunshine. I remember that guy. How did that nickname come about? Which I don't remember how he got his nickname, Sunshine. And he's lucky because he got a normal nickname. And then he said, Do the host have any nicknames? And I said, I forget how he came his nickname, but I said that hosts definitely have nicknames, meaning I know I do. I said, I guess we need to reveal those in the next episode. I don't know if you do, though. Do, do I? Your nickname? No, I don't have one. Never? Uh, I got all right, I got one. It's it's dumb. I got called Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that sounds racist. Profiling. Okay. Right? <clears throat> no, so I got called Pedro. Uh because when I shaved my head and I like donated when I donated my hair to that to Lux Wakes Lux, for Kids, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I had it was like a big shaving thing, right, to raise money. So I was just shaving my head, and I raised like six hundred bucks to shave it for St. Baldrick's as well. Nice. So uh, the guy was like, "You gonna shave your beard?" And I was like, uh, "I was like, get sixty dollars right now, and I'll I'll shave it." So people were just like throwing cash up to get me to shave it. So they nice. trimmed it so that I'm like completely bald, like just shaved everywhere. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grow a mustache, man. So I got like, <laughs> <laughs> I got like this buzzed haircut going on and like this, like 
I can't grow like a full mustache. Can't really tell right now, but like it's just like yeah. wispy and like super cheesy, dude. Nice. And someone said I looked like Pedro from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's great. I would have said, uh, who was the bad guy off of? Um, it's like my number two favorite movie. I can't remember um, off of Tombstone. Um, the guy who Doc Holliday ultimately takes out. Because uh, he shows up oh, in the place Ring- of um, what Ringo? What's yeah, Ringo? Yeah. Oh come it's on, like, Ringo. Ringo, but <clears throat> no. So yeah, um, that was a bit of a bait move there by Paul because he knows obviously my nickname. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which coming to Kingwood, it's kind of falling off, which is maybe good, but I literally have probably the worst nickname in in D three rugby, so uh, it's nutsack. For those listening, and um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. It, and uh, I don't remember exactly how it came about. It was something to do with if you listen to the second episode when I talked about the um, home bar that the um, guy who owned the strip club also owned our one of the home bars we had, and um, we were in that bar. I think it was like my first or second match, and um, Moose was playing with us at the time. So you know, Moose he helps coach Kingwood now. Um, yeah. Adam said, how'd you get that nickname? I don't remember. And um, he's like, ah, you know, tell me the story. And uh, I don't remember what it was, something about, I don't, man, I got the worst memory in the world. I don't remember how it came about. Anyway, they said something and it got to nutsack and I was like, oh, hell no. And me being in the Marine Corps and having brothers, uh, the worst thing you can say is, oh, hell no, or hate something. Right. Because nothing sticks faster than as soon as you say that. It's some, and something you don't like, sack. everybody's going to call you it. Oh, yeah. And it was just, like I said, one guy's name was Sunshine. Another guy's name was like, or he had uh, Tony Pryor, whose nickname is The Saint. Or, you know, it's like Cowboy. And it's Nutsack of all the names. Like, <laughs> I can't put, I'm not putting that on a kit bag. I'm not. Jimmy's called and, Uncle uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, and so the funniest thing was Nutsack, and that's like literally all everybody called me. Nobody called me Clay. Nobody called me Lockett. It was literally Nutsack. Everywhere we went, even where we went out, formal places or not. And what's funny was four years later, was it four years later? Shit, five years, six years later when I got married, um, I sent out wedding invites. And it was funny because I sent them to the team, you know. <clears throat> and they told me and they laughed because when they got it, some of them were like, who the fuck is Clay Lockett? Like literally, <laughs> that's how I never went by my name. Is they like, who the fuck is Clay Rocket? Like, oh, nuts heck. And um, so to that point, to the wedding. So we had the wedding, and um, one half. So half of my wife's family is um, Hispanic, Catholic Hispanic. Right. You know, and there's quite a few of them, and um, they, there's a lot of older people at a wedding. You know, it's a very formal event. It's at a nice venue. And I give it up to give my, you know, we're each giving our speech and she goes first and I get up to give mine. And so you have Marines there and then you have uh, rugby guys there. And so you have the Marines like, ooh, ooh, you know, and then the, all the rugby guys start chanting, not sack, not sack, not sack. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> I knew this was coming. And like my wife's family just like, like what is going on? And I was just like, turn red. I was like, well. There's nothing I can do at this point, you know, so you just let it roll. But yeah, it's quite funny. Uh, and then I come to Kingwood and it kind of died out. But you'll see sporadically when I go play with Galveston or see the guys like, Nutsack. And so I'm like, what the fuck? 
so yeah, yeah, we do have nicknames, um, Pedro and Nutsack. So it's, uh, <laughs> you know, unfortunate. Very unfortunate, unfortunate, very unfortunate. But, uh, I was I learned like, to what? embrace it. And then uh, a funny thing too is I told Paul when you know we were expecting having our first son, I'm clicking the pin like you were doing the other episode. You got to stop. Um, he calls him <laughs> Nutsack Junior. How's Nutsack Junior doing? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but my wife nicknamed him uh, Squatch, the Irish Sasquatch. He's so large, so you call him Squatch. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think in a couple weeks try to get him get on. I talked to him today um, to see how he's doing. You know, from the Coming yeah. back from Dubai and, and, you know, taking it all in of the reality of kind of hit him of, you know, what's going on. It's tough. You know I mean? That's his profession, right? So it's any giant hit in your profession. It takes a little while to kind of get over it. And, you know, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll reach back out to him and see if he'll, I'm sure he'll hop on, you know, before the MOR season starts. I told him about Butch too. And uh, I said, yeah, you know, he used to MOR ref. And he goes, what's his name? I told him Butch. He goes, oh yeah, he was a, you know, touch judge. Our assistant ref in Houston a lot. I said, yeah, that's him. You know, really cool stories. I look up Butch LinkedIn, LinkedIn today, too. Did you really? LinkedIn. Yeah. Interesting guy. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, so. But yeah. Um, so, Pedro and Nutsack. Are you Pedro playing this Saturday? Uh, It's still up in the air because there's two different rabbit shows that were going on. And I know one's in Colleen. Yeah. Uh, we dropped that one off, I think. Um. But there's one down in Klein. Mm. So, and the last time I missed one of these like local shows, Ava ended up getting like reserve and show, which is like, it's like first place. It's like, it's second place. It's like you're have you have like the second best rabbit out of Damn. all the breeds of rabbits. So, good. yeah, she got like a ribbon that was like the size of her, like one of those big ass florets. Like a and Texas high school mom, yeah. Like that's like this big. I was like a fucking mom, and I missed I missed out on that, so I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to miss that again." I miss that. I don't know if I'm playing. I say I don't want to because my hand is jacked, but <sighs> you know how it goes in rugby. If you're not dying, you're a pussy for not playing. So yeah. Um... But Klein is like, it's not that far. So some in spring, right? Yeah, so if that show is like, the show start shows usually start at like seven, eight o'clock, a.m. Yeah. Who so if it's over, that fucking early in the morning. When there's like fucking like two or three hundred rabbits, man, you got to start it early. That many entries? Oh yeah, that's for like a local show. That's not like oh the one in Colleen. There's like probably like a thousand rabbits. Oh. Yeah. And that thing's like an all-day thing, I'm still man. looking for a gerbil, if you know any gerbil breeders out there. I'm trying to get my son a gerbil for Christmas, and apparently finding a gerbil is like... Impossible. I don't know. Find, finding Atlantis. Uh, don't go to Facebook Marketplace, man. You might get a ferret. <laughs> that's been in somebody's butt. Right. Why is ferret brim? No, I looked on, I looked on PetFinder.com. Like... <laughs> They have mice for adoption, um, fine squirrels. I almost said fine monkeys. This ain't the Wizard of Oz. Um, right. Shit ton of guinea pigs, but no uh, gerbils. I, I don't know. Should we call somebody and put them on the endangered species list? Because they're not in pet stores. I can't even find them on Facebook Marketplace. If I knew how to get on the dark web, I could probably find some. 
But if you were one of the 40 people that listened to this episode, or 400, hopefully it blows up. Yeah. And you know where to find a gerbil breeder? Fuck Send them my way. Tell them nutsacks looking for a high-quality gerbil. I hope there's somebody who, like, next year gets into this podcast, finds it, and they're like, I really like this. I'm going to go back and listen to, like, I'm going to go listen to this whole thing all over again. And they come across these last two episodes, and they're like, dude, I fucking, I breed gerbils. I'm going to hit them up. I know this. I got this. <laughs> if, all right, I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody does hit me up and they're a gerbil breeder, they're absolutely coming on this podcast. I know oh, it has yeah, nothing 100%. to do with rugby, but I would love to pick the mind of a gerbil breeder. Just because if you're listening right now, I want you in your head, the first image that comes to your mind of somebody who breeds gerbils. And it's probably somebody who smells and lives somewhere in a weird place. Like, just in your mind, what gerbil breeder, what comes to mind? And if we can find one, I would love to have them on this podcast after I purchase two gerbils from them. That's going to live a year, and then I have to pretend they didn't die and find one that has the same color so my kid doesn't grow. Question. A gerbil yep. breeder, does he have a rat tail for a haircut? I sure hope so. And, and he damn well better be a furry. A furry. <laughs> a LARPing furry. That's what I imagine. A LARPing furry that has a rat tail, somewhat smells, and lives in a basement. With a, and then watch it be the complete polar opposite, like you said, with rabbits, like a doctor. And it's like, what, what? Like, this isn't. Yeah, you meet some. I'm like, oh, he has a rabbit. Breeze. Oh, yeah, well. This is what this is just a hobby that we do. We like it, or we it's something they did as kids, and they yeah wanted to do it again with their kids or something like that. Yeah, I, I'd like to find a generational uh, a generation of uh, gerbil breeders. Oh my god, yes, I'm a, I'm a fifth generation gerbil breeder. <laughs> I'm a gerbil farmer. <laughs> I I hope I find somebody. I mean, literally, if I find somebody based off this podcast, a gerbil breeder. I will go play Powerball. My great 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 grandfather came from uh, came from where gerbils are from. He came to came America with England. only three gerbils. He said, "This is this is where we gerbil. make it. This is where we start oh, our gerbil empire." Gerbils from Africa, India, and Asia. Oh, okay. So I'm not looking for a white man. A Mongolian gerbil. Oh my god! Did you just try ordering one off the internet? I would buy one if I could, but Amazon doesn't sell. Did you go to PetSmart? I've been to a bunch of PetSmarts. They don't have no on online. I'm, saying, I'm they're endangered. Look, I just typed in gerbil at PetSmart. Twelve dollars. It's going to give you a price. Doesn't mean it exists. <laughs> but also, the last time I got an animal from PetSmart, it turned out to be a bipolar psychotic bearded dragon. So, oh, there you go. The woodlands. Only a few left. I think people are buying them and feeding them to their snakes. I don't know. Oh, do people? Oh, you know what? They but, do do that, man. There's this. Uh, oh yeah. 
where was that? I was in Willis driving down to Conroe uh, to go check out this brewery, uh, Copperhead. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. But uh, there was a sign that said, like, fresh honey. Uh, and then behind it said frozen mice for or fresh, fresh and frozen mice for your snakes. So fucking what? I bet. Yeah, man. It's like, that's why you see like on Craigslist and people are giving away dogs. They're like, we want to make sure it goes to a good home and not somebody's going to feed it to their, you know, 22 foot reticulated python. Oh, yeah. Also, my other nickname, Python. Just kidding. <laughs> it's more like field mouse. Um, but I'm yeah, like so they said, so you can find them at pet stores, but it, it's not like it's going to die within a month, you know? Yeah. So I was like, like they say, get them from breeders because they're healthier, they last longer. That's what my wife told me. So I got to believe her, do what she says. But Humble Store says they have only a few left. That's bullshit because I've been in there all the time. You never have any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pet Finder, well, uh... you can adopt um, ferrets, mice, guinea pigs, sugar gliders. Sugar gliders. Yep. They literally have everything at these ASP, SPCAs. SPCAs? Yeah. Oh, dude. Sorry. Sugar gliders. Talking about those. Uh, I guess there was some, like, this was, like, a couple months back. My dad was telling me there was, a, I guess, some, like, flying squirrels got into his house. Like, little, like, baby flying squirrels. They said he was, like, sleeping in his in his bed, and he hears, like, a little pattering run around. No. And then, like... And then, like, something would, like, jump on him. And he said it felt like a baby's hand. Just, like, smacking him. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's, like, waking up. by, like, a squirrel with a parachute? Like, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, dude, he said, he goes, he goes, he talked to him. And he's, like, this has been going on for a week. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I think there's, like, some kind of squirrels in in the house. (laughs) This is your dad? My dad, yeah. And uh, he he calls me the next day, and he goes, "I think I got one of those little fuckers," because it landed on my it landed on my chest, and I just fucking swatted the fuck out of it. And he goes, "I I know I hit it good because it made a loud ass thunk against the wall." Yeah, but I just like he goes, squeak. "I didn't I didn't get up to check it because he goes, I just heard it hit really hard, and I was like, ah, it's definitely dead." <laughs> he said he woke up the next morning, and there's blood. Like, like a little blood splatter on the wall, but he goes, "There's no body, so maybe it limped off or some shit. I don't know." But Holy I was like, "Time to catch it, and I'll adopt it." No, I, I tried to adopt the sugar gliders, and the wife said no. Yeah, I don't. I'd like to have a sugar glider, but I felt like my cats would fuck it up. It seems like a lot of work, and they're like nighttime, so like. You know you're gonna get jumped on at night or fucked with while you're trying to oh, sleep. In this fucking cage. Yeah. <clears throat> I put a leash on it. It'll fly through the air with the leash. Can't clip <laughs> their wings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really need a gerbil though. Now you got me on this like mission to find fucking gerbils. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be like a, a dark web for gerbils. Oh, there you go, man. Gerbil. Aggie Land, or yeah, 
Aggieland gerbils in College Station. I was just there last week. Those are breeders. I was just there. All right. Oh, we're getting sidetracked. We got so sidetracked right there. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's how you know it's been a slow week in rugby. Right. Okay. Uh, In other news, other than uh, D3, uh, the Chicago Glizzy Hounds announced their uh, head coach. It's going to be the Go Gronies old coach, Sam Harris. So congratulations, Sam Harris, for keeping a job and – Congratulations yeah, on getting a really good team. <laughs> Austin weather to shit Chicago weather, but yeah, I feel yeah. like it's just it's just one giant super team now, you know. It feels like that, <clears throat> but I think it just depends on how well the players play with each other and mesh. <laughs> how well they play with each other? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, they are the Glizzies, so. Sell no, each other's I, I think they'll be they'll be pretty good. I mean, if he led Austin to the playoffs, I mean, he's got yeah. half the damn team on his. Well, and that's the thing too. If he comes from Austin, and they did the draft. I'm sure he had a lot of involvement in who he wants to bring over. Right? Like, I like this guy. You know, this guy. This guy. Oh, for <clears> sure. And you, you get to hand pick. Uh, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then the GM, the team's general manager for Chicago, is James English, who formerly held the uh, same role for Rugby United New York. So he's coming from a, the championship team, New York, to Chicago. That's not bad. You get the head coach coming from Austin who went to the playoffs, and then you got the GM from New York who just won the championship. So Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a stack, pre-stack team, so... Glizzies might be in for a. Uh, they go to the playoffs their first year. The Glizzy we get to Cup. watch. Yeah. G- fucking Glizzy Cup 2023. I'm here for it. <laughs> Glizzies. Yeah, they, we they, need to... In the article, too, they, I briefly said that uh, the owners, it's like a multi partnered type deal, Ford Lead Investors. I looked up some of these guys. You got Phil Groves and Matthew um, Sackwell. Satchwell, sorry. Whew, fucked up your name. Almost got his nutsack. Um, bunch of he investment well. firm type guys that used to play rugby. Uh, and then you got some other Nick Mullen um, is like a comes from a venture capital. He's the grandson of former Ireland captain Carl Mullen. And then Hugh McMahon uh, hails from Ireland and works for an investment. So you got said there's also suggestions that some former Ireland internationals have smaller stake in the team. So it seems like the Chicago Glizzies uh, has a lot of Irish uh, involvement at the very top. So there's one thing we know the Irish are pretty good at rugby. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the Glizzies how they do. This I believe they're still number I'm one. For it. Yeah. Glizzies will always be number one in my heart. Oh, Chicago Glizzies. I'm going to have to, I'm definitely drawing up a Chicago Glizzy shirt. We need throw it in there on your, merch. <clears throat> throw it on your refined rugger site. I mean, <laughs> we'll have to put it under a tab that's 
not so refined. Not so refined. You got your refined and not so refined. Amigos, like the not so refined <laughs> department. We have refined refuggers, refuggers, ruggers, classy, and then the not so classy tab for the nut sack. Not world. so classy. We need to do. <laughs> I was thinking of doing um, a giveaway on Instagram. Like have some people tag some people just to grow it a little bit. Um, we'll give away the first edition Glizzy shirt and then a refined ruggers hat. Oh, there so you go. Be professional up top, dysfunctional down below. Glizzied out. <laughs> yeah, drizzy glizzy. Yeah, the drizzy glizzy. I'm drizzled and gliz. That sounds. Yeah, this took a turn. Slow rugby week. With this has gotten out of control. Drizzle, drizzle my glizzle. <laughs> I think we're going to get a letter in the mail, a cease and desist from the hounds of, could you please stop referring to us as uh, the glizzy hounds? Are we messing up your brand? That's what they get for not picking it. I'm sorry. We just gave them like the perfect mascot. Yeah, man. How can you not go with the Chicago hot dog? It's built into your city. If, If I said, hey, name 10 things Chicago is known for. You think Hound would be in the top ten? Mm-hmm. Maybe I maybe I'm ignorant. And I need to do some research, but it's definitely the Hound's name. I, I mean, it I don't want to sound to something old. I don't want to sound like I know everything about Chicago, but if you said told me Chicago, I'd immediately go hot dog. Yeah, Windy City, the Bears, Cut. the Bears. <laughs> Heart attack. Yeah. Is okay. So is the hounds maybe a play on dogs? Hot dogs? Yeah. Hounds? So they should have like subtly hidden a hot dog in the head of the hound. Maybe. If you zoom in, maybe the tongue's a hot dog. That hound's got a big old weenie in its mouth. Ooh. Man, now I'm hungry for a freaking Chicago hot dog. Oh, it makes me real hungry for a hot dog. <laughs> I'm hungry for some beef. Tina, eat your ham. <laughs> now I'm thinking of uh, that movie because you said Pedro. Oh, fuck. And we lost but- viewers 10 minutes ago. Okay, yeah. so the Hounds was a hockey team. So Bro, the Hounds is a baseball a club, team? too. So many options you could have gone with. Yeah, I just looked that up. Chicago Hounds. It says... I mean, their first game is against the Warriors. Like, that, it doesn't get more of a powerful name than that. It's like the Hounds versus Warriors. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe somebody knows better than I do, but it's just like... You know what? Maybe, maybe the Hounds was an old rugby team that died out and they trying to... Regrow it. Some nostalgia. Just bringing yeah, it back. Nostalgia. I mean, it's better than naming it after drinks. That one hundred percent better. Gilchrist had the bar like subterranean on the floor. <laughs> so literally, <laughs> even if they went with Glizzies, yeah, it's better than a drink name. And all I'm seeing is Chicago hot dogs on my screen, and I fucking want one so bad. 
Okay, so quick story, and we'll end it if, we, if we're going over here. So a couple months ago, I wanted Chicago hot dogs so bad. I went to the store. I bought hot dogs. I bought the little pepperoncino things. I bought everything for the hot dog. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to get the buns last. They don't sell poppy seed hot dog buns. Oh, no way. I, I was already committed. I had everything in my cart, so I went ahead and bought everything. I didn't realize. Like, you, when you look at it, you think everything inside the hot dog is important. Yeah. Oddly enough, the most important thing is the poppy seed hot dog bun. Is it the kind of hot dog bun it is? Or do you think it's the poppy seeds on the hot dog bun? Both. Both. It's got to be the pop. I mean, I I even like, I even bought the one pickle spears. I even cut up a whole tomato. But I didn't have poppy seeds. That's the worst feeling. Oh, man. All right. So now Nutsack needs a gerbil breeder that sells high-quality gerbils in Chicago glizzies. In Chicago glizzies. That would satisfy. Let's gliz it out. I like how this, like, 30-minute, 30, 40-minute podcast turned into a fucking hour. Holy shit. We we go straight from serious rugby upcoming schedule to... Fucking crash and burn, talking about gerbil breeders. What the fuck? All right. Yeah, if you stuck with us this long, you're probably a veteran, so... We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> love you. Appreciate appreciate you listening. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you oh, got any good red card stories. Beginning. What's that? I want a hot dog. Oh, I want a hot dog. Yeah, Real red bad. card stories for sure. Yeah, I want a hot dog. Real bad. You, uh, yeah, if you got any red card stories or... Uh, a video of the red card that would be even better yeah we'll share the clip share it with us uh drop us a dm on instagram or uh at us at us on twitter uh it's two guys one pitch the number two guys one pitch that's it number one uh all right yeah send us yeah send us some some videos or fuck send me a pic video of the middle finger Send send Nutsack a picture of a gerbil. <laughs> Ooh, if you could send a picture of a high class gerbil riding a cartoon Chicago Glizzy, I'll put it on a t shirt in all sales. When I say all, we gotta make seventy five percent of sales will go to the person that comes up with the design. There you go. The that? incentive behind it. <laughs> Get the glizzy hamsters going. The glizzy gerbils. Gerbil, man. Glizzy Classy. gerbils. Glizzy gerbils. Class it up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We need a long tail, not that short Bob Cancer tail bullshit. All right. We'll see you fuckers later. <laughs> <laughs>